<laughs> yeah, the Elmo, the Elmo, little, the Elmo face screen thing is wild, bro. That's, that's wild. That's wild. Uh, oh man, what's good? Am I watching a rerun of Raw? Yeah, I don't think so, but it looked the same, don't it? The yeah, vaccine. Did you watch the Miz? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't lie though. The Miz is nice on the mic, bro. The Miz is nice on the mic. The Bray Wyatt thing kind of burnt me out from wrestling a little bit. And all in, all in was terrible. Everybody hyping it up. It was terrible. It was it the epitome of everything wrong with AEW. I ain't even watch it. I watched bits and pieces of it, but the way people was talking about all in, I was like, oh yeah, they they praising this to a high degree. It's because people praise AEW because it's the alternate. And what's crazy is, so the way I watched All In, because it was free to people in Mexico on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I got a VPN. I just put it for Mexico and I watched All In. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was, it was, was the wrestling okay? Yeah, it was okay or whatever. But, um, man, it's like the storylines was disconnected. That's the thing. That's what's wrong with AEW. Like they put on good wrestling matches, but it's like the booking is good, but like the storylines are disconnected. It's not good storylines, bro. Right. Like it, the buildup ain't good. Yeah, like I've I've been so out of the loop with AEW that it's like I, I know about the whole MJF Adam Cole, like, you know, BF. That's a highlight of the thing, man. That's- Probably the only good thing that's happening for it because I've enjoyed everything I've seen on that. And, and credit to Tony Khan and the guys who booking that on not putting uh, quit this. credit to them on not doing what we all thought was going to happen, which is of course MJF turned heel on Adam Cole. They now what they did instead they teased it that MJ that Adam Cole was going to turn heel on MJF. And they end up just ended up not turning heel on each other. It was pretty good. But I don't know where you go from there because MJF is your top heel and the champion right now. And you just turned them to the most over babyface in the company. Adam Cole is a top babyface. So now you got to find a heel for MJF to wrestle that he ain't already wrestled. And guess what? Your main event guys, he done wrestled everybody. Right. So, yeah, it's like, we got on one end, we got we got MJF with one, one championship, CM Punk saying he got the real championship. It's it's all over the place. Yeah, that's weak. Weak. But shout out to, to Mercedes Monet in the audience, a.k.a. Sasha Banks. A.k.a. my future baby mama. Yeah. Is she still married? Yo, before you're introduced to the show. Is that chick still married to the seamstress dude from WWE? Because she was she was married to the guy who made the outfits for WWE. And what gave me hope everywhere is everybody can see Sasha Banks. All right, we're not stupid. He's a nerd. He's us. The nigga might as well come co-host the show. <laughs> I don't know. About that since that since it happened apparently. 
They gotta still be married though, right? Good for that nigga. What a pull. Yeah, let me go on and set up shop here because it looks like it's about to be the the two-man show, of course. Turning it up a little bit because I don't think it was loud enough last time, but No Static Podcast, episode 238. I am Dennis Sherlock. Hey! Jax is here. Here. Hey, way to wrap it hole we back at it, no static in the podcast. I hope it gets dramatic. We bring it to you every day, letting you know the way the things go as we spray, letting it go. Hey, bro, listen, <laughs> they ain't ready for what we about to talk about. On another note, in the other universe, come and get that static smoke. Everything we talk about, coming back in stereo. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. What? Bars, nigga. Y'all make mm-hmm. listen. If you are one of my kids and you listening to this, do not say you heard me rap. I don't want to hear about how. I, oh, coach, I didn't know you can rap. I don't care, nigga. <laughs> don't talk to me about it. <laughs> Jack's the Ripper. <laughs> hey, Crystal Gripper. Something <laughs> about that beat. Yo, shout out to the producer. Shout out to the producer. Something about that beat get me right every single time, bro. I don't know. It's got to be like the connotations of cash money, New Orleans juvenile up under it. But nigga, that shit make me feel like I'm 16 again, nigga. Listen, I was ready to do the show yeah. just so I could play it again. Come in. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, so we can go ahead. We can go ahead and start with um with Bray Wyatt. I think. Cause yeah, that was that that was like just hearing that. It's just nowhere. it's two wild things at once too, bro. Because it's like if you're a wrestling fan, everybody know who Terry Funk is, Chainsaw Charlie. For all right. you uh, <laughs> all you Attitude Era people, Terry Funk on one end of the spectrum passed away, and we was like, damn, Terry Funk passed away. It was sad, but Terry Funk was also almost eighty years old. Then on the other end of the spectrum, Bray Wyatt passed away, and he's younger than me. He's 36. And he passed away from something that's wild. He had COVID. He had a heart attack. Similar to me. Because guess what? I had COVID. Guess what else I had, Dennis? A heart attack. Fortunately, I was lucky enough to survive. Unfortunately, we lost Bray Wyatt. I think of Bray Wyatt like this. You're a GOAT. Okay? One of the greatest psychological characters ever. I got to put him on the, when you talk about psychological gimmicks, because you got to remember, all those don't get over. Sometimes we look at that shit and we like, oh, that's stupid. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, but The Undertaker, that's got to be number one, because I think he's like the OG of it, right? Bray Wyatt, number two. Because I, I can't think of anybody else who you would put up that spooky psychological character in the history of wrestling. That got in your head the way Bray Wyatt got in your head. And even in a modern time, because let let us not forget that The Undertaker changed his character into a Texas bike ride and redneck. And we all just was like, "Ah, that's fine. He ain't dead no more. He ride motorcycles now. Right? Dead Man Incorporated was like a biker game. Let us not forget that. That he had to do that for 
six to seven years of his career, number one, because he felt like his character was stale, but him coming back as the regular Undertaker proved it wasn't. And then number two, or whatever, he rode off with the Dead Man Incorporated because he was bored. Meanwhile, Bray Wyatt debuts with his Wyatt family bit and basically sticks with the supernatural Wyatt family bit his entire career. And remember, his career was a storytelling of his, like, he started off Husky Harris, right? Yeah. And he incorporated that in the fun house thing with the little pig and all that and stuff like that. We knew what he was talking about. He's one of the first wrestlers that was like, yeah, I know y'all in on the joke, and I'm still going to make y'all believe that my shit's spooky and crazy. Right. What's, what's sad is the loss of a man who in all accounts based on videos and what we've seen was a great human, right? I've seen hundreds of videos since he passed away where people telling stories about how just came and dapping him up signed an autograph for his son, even though he was supposed to be a character and all that shit. Mm. I, I can't be mad at that. We're talking about somebody who was a family man, a, a girl dad, you know, and we're talking about somebody who is one of the best wrestlers of his generation. He, he His gimmick and everything. Only thing I hate is that his last match was that damn goofy-ass neon light bullshit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that made you sad when you thought about that, huh? Yeah. I, and it, it's interesting because a lot of it is, you know, what is what is happening with the trajectory of, you know, Bray Wyatt. And I, I don't want to, you know, make it so make it too much about that because, you know, he what he's done and what he's done in the ring was, you know, was great it was unique it was different it's the reason why undertaker you know passed the mantle to bray wyatt you know because he he fits so many you know different and unique molds and it would have been nice to you know see that take shape because i'm sure it was i'm sure it was definitely headed somewhere Oh. Um, He's definitely one of those people like from the be- from the beginning of his, you know, from the beginning of his career. Um, when the Wyatt family came about, um, when he, you know, did when he did when he had that, when he, you know, the fiend, the Firefly Fun House. Like I even seen that match with Bray and John Cena like pop up on the timeline, and I was like, Oh, they was, you know, it was different. And it was like, okay, what well, is this kind of? This is. It, it it looked goofy, but at the same time, it was like, it was unique, and he was a very you know unique creative when it came to you know ahead the, of his time. Yeah, he, yeah. ahead, ahead of his time, bro. You don't get much of that in present day, if at all. And what's crazy is, as good as he was, and as much as we respect and love him as what he was for modern wrestling. I still thought to myself, as soon as he passed, I heard about his passing, was what could have been. Because if you put him over versus John Cena way back in the day, when he was in the rocking chair and all of that, fireflies with the lantern, and you put him over, man, he could have been the GOAT. He could have been the GOAT, man. 
Who did not think Bray Wyatt wasn't freaking ridiculously over or awesome, right? Right. Because he was, he was, he was, he was a heel. He was a heel. Mm-hmm. But here, when you when when the kids or whoever cheered him, his character made sense because he runs a cult. Right. So even though he's a heel, if you cheer for him, oh, you're a firefly. You in my cult. I got you. Talking like Jim Jones. Yeah, it's just a subtle light change that makes you come over here the way I am, John. Would have been so good because remember the whole thing was with that first feud they had, John Cena's a goody two-shoe. Bray Wyatt is like, oh, you think you're good, but you're really the devil. They should have put him over. They should have put him over. Put the belt on him, put him over. He would have been a main event guy for years to come after that. Right. For years to come. And he should have used that belt to Goldberg. No, he should not. Vince. No, he should not. Vince got a, yeah, Vince out of pocket for that one. Plus, who cares about Goldberg? Out of all the people to ever come back, that's one of the people I never really like, ah, you know, I can't wait to Goldberg come back. No, I, I never felt like that. Nah, Vince was trying to force Goldberg. All right, but but either way, yeah, before, before, we, before we deep dive into that, um, yeah, uh, rest in peace to uh, the genius known as you know Wyndham Rotunda. Like, what a great name! Right, like, yeah. What a great name, named after, of course, his you know his his uh father and grandfather, whatever, who were in the ra- wrestling business, Barry Wyndham and Mike Rotunda. Right, great IRS man. Barry Wyndham was a cowboy, I think. I want to say it was his gimmick, but. Um, I remember, you know what? This is what made me sound old. I kind of think I remember seeing Barry Windham versus Dusty Rose when I was real little at the Jacksonville Coliseum. Barry Windham versus Dusty Rose. And time just goes, man. Time just goes. Now we we done seen Cody versus Bray. I'm pretty sure they wrestled before. Would have been great to see. That would have been a great feud for Cody if we could have bought Bray back. That was the rumor that was going on, you know, with after this, like, because after the Brock stuff, it was supposed to move on to the the Bray, the Cody and Bray. Because mm-hmm. Brock, Cause I feel like on longer than it needed to, and I feel like they ain't got nothing for Cody at this point. Because what is he really doing? Yeah, what is he doing? Yeah, he's the biggest baby face you got, but you got him facing the Judgment Day every week. We gonna talk about how 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 Raw has been dropping the ball, but before we get into before we get into that, um, I know, yeah, I know you've seen all the the mug shots and the infamous Trump mug shot. Yeah, man, listen, uh, I want to go so many. You talking about going on a rabbit hole with this? There are so many places to go with this because. It's a, it's a depth that we have to get into, bro. Number one, the, the mugshot was beautiful. Just the fact that they're giving you the illusion that justice is real. I'll take it, right? Number two, or whatever, it's also bad because you know that the governor is trying to get rid of the prosecutor now in Georgia. Because, of course, Republican legislators, because y'all boys don't vote, Republican state legislators are just making laws up so they can rule the earth now. Just like it, for the last hundred years, it's been illegal 
for the governor of Florida to run for president and retain his job as a governor without resigning or whatever. What does Ron DeSantis do? He makes a law where he can be the governor and run for president. And you know who made who pushed the law through for him? The Republican legislator. Well, in Georgia, nobody likes the fact that Trump's getting charged because even though Georgia black as hell because of Atlanta, they have a Republican legislator. And what do they did? They passed the law so that a duly elected official that we, me and Dennis and you and whoever else in the state of Georgia vote for as state attorney, they're duly elected legally and fairly. If the governor don't like what they got going on or what they doing, he could just get rid of them and appoint who he wants. Mm-hmm. In Alabama or, or Mississippi, my bad, in Mississippi, you in Jackson County, Mississippi, which is Jackson, Mississippi, you can vote for your judge. What? Who do you want to be over the first circuit, the second circuit, similar to how we do here in Jacksonville, Florida, and a lot of places in Florida? What do they do? They change the law so that the judges in Jackson County are now appointed by the state legislature. Who, guess what the state legislator is? Republican. So that shit, wow. So, yeah. So although it's good to see Donald Trump being arrested and all that other shit, remember, y'all boys, that do not change the fact that Ron DeSantis got booed after these people shot up Dollar General. And I'm not saying it's good that... um. I'm not saying that it's good that Dollar General got shot up. It's tragedy and it's sad that this man shot up these people because they black and he wanted to kill black people. But I am going to thank goodness that he didn't get to do what he originally wanted to do, which was shoot up the HBCU we have in Jacksonville called Edwards. Yo, Drew McIntyre just turned heel. You seen that? You yeah. Chad? Yo. <laughs> How you thought? <laughs> no, nah, nah, what's, what's crazy about that? Okay, thankfully it wasn't the folding chair that he threw, but him throwing a chair is crazy. Crazy. He threw the regular chair. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. But, but yeah, that, yeah, that, that thing, that situation in Jacksonville was, was a mess too. Like, you can't even be in dollar, you can't be black in Dollar General, yo. <laughs> Bro, and then the same, here's my thing. This shit happened in the hood, in the blackest neighborhood in Jacksonville. That's the blackest, that's the, that's actually my hood. I grew up, Dennis, I kid you not, from that Dollar General, which wasn't there when I was growing up, but from that Dollar General to my house is a three-minute walk. That's how close it is. Three minutes. If you stand out, on my front porch where I grew up and look down the street, you can see the Dollar General. That's how close it is, Dennis. So that's the blackest hood in Jacksonville. The blackest of the black. And you, the same dude who said that, hey, black people, you're not allowed to learn the true history of slavery anymore. But I'm going to come to your hood and say, "This this this is tragic. Right. We don't want this to happen. How you didn't think you was gonna get booed? Yeah, that was super counterproductive. Cause it's like, our it's like, yeah, you literally just put out all you pretty much influenced this whole like this this whole agenda. If yeah. anything, yep. 
And it's like I for the fact that he the fact that he said, Hey, let's put let's put party aside right now. When party is the real, like, you know, that's the real problem. But it's kind of for this kind of thing to even happen in the first place. Right. That's the real problem. That's the real problem, sir. Let's put party aside. Party aside. You didn't say that when you wanted to ban our history. Right. Shit wild to me, bro. Maybe I'm different, but that shit wild to me. Yeah. It it'll never it'll never make sense. Like it's that's just one of those things to where it's just like when in the grand scheme in the grand scheme of it all, like you you're the problem. Like you wanted to get rid of all these books. You wanted to you wanted to, you know, ban these classes. You wanted to you wanted the the education to be that slaves benefited from slavery. And it's like right. you just you just dogpile into the like he been wilding so hard that I barely even hear about anything about Texas these days. Yeah, because he's he going so hard. Neck. Yeah, and he's going so hard you can't you can't even hear that. Yep, facts. Yeah, I don't even remember the last time I heard about heard about Texas because I used to because I remember it was a time where you used to be like, all right, Texas just did something, Florida finna do something. Texas finna do this. So it's like they Florida was going, yeah, like, they was like playing off each other, trying to one up each other, and then this thing you do, it was like you just like Ron just got so out of hand, out of hand that you just didn't hear about Greg no more. But never forget that Greg Abbott has set up razor wire and stuff at the border of Texas, so that when immigrants are coming over the border, they're literally getting cut up and drowning to death. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's nuts out here. Um another thing that I had another thing that I had on the docket. Are you are you aware that Jacksonville is gave is giving out five million dollar scholarships to drummers? I haven't heard nothing about this. Now what? <laughs> we doing what? Um, apparently Jacksonville offered offered somebody five million to play the drums, and he had the drums for a decade. Bro, hold on, I got you. First of all, you got me. Hold on, because yo, when I seen this, I was like, oof. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Man, well, first of all, that just back to my whole thing about what are we spending money on? Where'd you go to college? I ain't go to college, but um, I turned it down. Oh, yeah, I turned it down just to do this, just to grind from the rap. So you, you uh, had an opportunity to do the drug yeah, thing, a scholarship and everything. Where at? Um, I think it was like in Jacksonville. Mm. Yeah, a big a big band in Jacksonville. It's a big college though, and they offered me like. 15, some shit like 10 million or something like that. 5 million, something like that. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> a scholarship. Okay, but not $5 million. Pay for your $5 million. Man, we don't got this shit out. What the hell? Like, what the fuck y'all, like, Probably. you know what I'm saying? But I was so younger, like, wait, 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 I didn't know what it was. Are you sure they offered you $5 million? To play I turned that? it down. It was a scholarship, like, 
I had to go to school for this decade. But you, where'd you go to college? Okay, so two things. One, why the who the fuck was trying to hire Casanova to play the drums? <laughs> two, bro, what just happened? What did I just watch? Two, two. First of all, my nigga. Don't get me wrong. Niggas know I got love for Duval. That shit is another home away from home. Love all my folks out in Duval. Shout out to Northside. But my nigga, what fucking school in Jacksonville was going to pay you five to ten million to come play the drums? It can't be E Dub because a nigga, oh, worth nigga, five million dollars. E Dub got five mil, bro. If E Dub got, got five it. mil, me and Jax, me, and you, I'm getting the car now. I'm coming to get you, nigga. We finna rob them. That's it. E Dub don't even got five million. I'm surprised that they had security outside to stop the shooter. But nigga, I'm surprised, I'm surprised the flags are still up. Flags? Five mil? <laughs> they ain't got five mil. Who is he talking my about? Nigga. J.U. Like, got a, five mil, but he nigga, said it's a really big band. J.U. don't got no band? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, he was better off convincing me that it was a high school in Jacksonville trying to give him that money. What is this nigga talking about, by the way? Listen, so we just see, no, no, no. This is a deeper rooted thing what's wrong with America. This is why, like, I know we own one right now, but the podcast got to be banned, bro. Niggas just get on podcasts and lie, bro. Like, we need to just, we need to ban this shit, bro. You know what, bro? Everybody should have to go through, through what happened with Adam 22. <laughs> you get you say it on your podcast, and then some black dude fuck your wife, <laughs> bro. It's a big school out Jacksonville, and um, I think they offered me five million. I had to go there for a decade. No, the, the number Nick. kept going. The number kept going down. It was it was fifteen. No, nah, wait, fifteen. No, wait, it was five. Bro, listen, that, don't even know, bro, this nigga so dumb. He, he don't even know how scholarships work, <laughs> nigga. That laugh he gave, nigga. Was was just like shit, nigga. This shit cat. <laughs> how you don't know how to lie about a scholarship? Don't oh, even mention the number. Just say, "Hey, man, I was off scholarship to play in the band at an HBCU. I don't want to disclose who it is." It don't even cost five million to actually go through college, bitch. <laughs> First of all, if if E Dub had five million dollars, they they their band would be way better than what it is. And if Ju spent five million on a band, they would have a band. Ju don't even have a band. What is he talking about? UNF? My boy was in the in the Flying Ospreys. What is going on right now, bro? Out Jacksonville, you know. <laughs> we are more done for seeing that. <laughs> I don't know what y'all boys do that. We are more dumb. For seeing that. Yeah, nah, nah. Damn. How did you find that? <laughs> Scrolling aimlessly. <laughs> Fat. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? <laughs> Good coochie from heaven. Swing down on me. Swing down on me. I would love to give you some holy pipe. Hey, swing down on me. Hold on, stop the shit, bro. Stop the shit. 
partnership work. Because I'm going to tell you why I got a problem with this already. <laughs> and it's not for the reasons that you think, bro. Jax, and, and Jax, my nigga Jax won't feel me when I say this shit. Nigga, let me be the first to tell y'all. Once upon a time, nigga, my nigga Jax coined the term, float me that. Okay. <laughs> my nigga Jax coined the term float me that. And no and and whoever said that he did, my nigga, y'all niggas is hating and y'all niggas is biting. My nigga Jax coined the term float me that. Also, also, Jax, Jax is the artist behind the critically acclaimed street banger Dead Tide. Dead Tide. Dead Tide. Okay. Dead Tide. This nigga, this nigga. This nigga's biting. This nigga is the shield of other niggas' rhymes and trying to make a hit all of it. And I'm not finna stay here and let my nigga Jax not get his credit for clearly writing this song for this nigga. <laughs> Yo, I just want to point out that you can learn nuclear fusion on the internet and instead this nigga made this song. Mm-hmm. 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 They to make world peace. It's 28 mm-hmm. houses per homeless person. 10, 28 vacant houses. And this nigga made this song. He said, he said his name. Y'all boys, hold on. I'm going to order my door some ice cream. Y'all wild. He said his no, name. No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why, bro. I'm going to tell you why. Because Jack's taking the whole, there was better uses of the time. But fuck that. Now that that shit is out in the universe, I got real problems. Where my nigga Jack's royalties, fam? <laughs> Where my nigga, bro? Listen, let me tell y'all something, bro. Dead tight set the streets on fire, nigga. Like right. on fire, nigga. And I don't mean like normal fire. I mean California wilderness fire. And this nigga think he just gonna slide in here using Jack's melodies? <laughs> using my my nigga dog melodies? <laughs> nah, bro. Nah, bro. No, Ooh, I just want you to know too. On the intro, you'll hear it when you play the show back. I was spitting straight hot freestyle flame earlier, right? And I didn't perpetrate, violate, but I did regulate. And um, yeah, this nigga's unnecessary. I just want to point out again, bro, that the internet. You can say, how does nuclear fusion work? And you can learn how to do nuclear fusion. You can travel to Africa, walk through the jungle, dig up plutonium, and make a nuclear rod and make a nuclear power plant on your own. Yellow cake, nigga. Don't drop that that shit. Don't drop that shit, nigga. Yellow cake five. Yep. We got we got bigger we got more pressing issues. Oh yeah, my nigga. Yo, like, yeah, like my nigga. Marker, you know what? You know what's crazy though? You know what's crazy though? Um uh Dennis, somewhere, because I then we just we talk about center of the universe, right? Mm-hmm. Then we just have the conversation on this show a few weeks ago where I was like, Bob Barker already did. Oh then nigga, I'm glad you brought that, that up, nigga. Oh, Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Jack, Jack's trying to Jack's trying to hop on the defense already. Oh <laughs> nigga, yeah, nigga's trying to jump on the grenade before we get before we throw this shit. Fuck <laughs> that. Listen, let me tell you. Ran to the stands just now. Wait, wait, let me go ahead. Listen, listen. We want to welcome you. Hold on, before you burn me, before you throw that, before you throw that GTA five grenade, before you hit me with the rocket launcher because I got five stars. Did y'all watch the video I sent you where it proved that I was right? We just in the alternate dimension. 
See, he on he on the stand already. That's crazy. The nigga's already on the we stand. Let, bro. We just let him on the stand to get his shit off. Listen, man, that little fat. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga Jackson on the stand and go, thank y'all for coming out tonight. <laughs> Mandela effect. I stand on it. <laughs> for the first time Please, in yes. gentlemen. forever, <laughs> we have no static court. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually have two defendants, but only one showed up to court. So, Which means one of these niggas is definitely going to jail. <laughs> And, 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 and I'm gonna let you know now. It's the nigga who voice you don't hear. <laughs> so today, we guys, got we gotta we we here at the Notice that No Static Podcast pride ourselves for being the center of the universe. Several things we said have actually happened. Some things, some things, luckily they didn't happen. But it's just a matter of time. Look, we can't call it. They didn't put the belt on Cody. Summer Walker baby is still somehow alive. And look, we understand that our place there, but let's go ahead and talk about something serious. Did Jax and Wayne kill Bob Barker? Because not, this wasn't a situation where, oh, we said Bob Barker's dead. Well, actually, correction, me and Dennis didn't say Bob Barker was dead. We knew the nigga was alive and kicking until Jax and Wayne. <laughs> Both proclaimed that nigga dead, and then what nigga happened? Dead. One week later, definitely nigga dead. Yeah, that might be on me because I said I could have swore I said did that nigga die three times, bro? Listen, that nigga being dead, bro. Listen, bro. You had that nigga. You had that nigga dead, and you had that, and you had that nigga dead from Duval circumstances. You said the nigga got shot on one hundred three, <laughs> bro. I could have swore Bob Barker was dead, bro. When we had that conversation, bro. No, nigga. You death noted that nigga. <laughs> you said his name. You killed him on the podcast. Bro, you know we the center of the universe. And you killed him on the podcast. And now because you killed him on the podcast, you and Wayne, because we called Wayne. Keep in mind, remember, Wayne wasn't on the episode yet. Wayne finally joined the episode. And we was like, Wayne, that nigga think Bob Barker dead. And that nigga Wayne went right with you. I thought that nigga was already dead. No. No. Yo, no cap. I'm not going to lie. Too many things we talk about on this show happen within a week or two. I'm uncomfortable with it. Nigga, how you think I'm, I'm uncomfortable bro. with it, bro? Bro, you want me to tell you want me to tell you, you, me to tell you how powerful we are, bro? You want me to tell you how this was? Let me explain the conversation me and Dennis had to have about this earlier. I was hoping, praying that we really wasn't the new center of the universe this time. You want me to tell you why, Jax? Because if you and Wayne killed Bob Barker. That means by that same by that same logic, I might be the reason they never put the belt on Cody. You you are the reason they didn't put the belt on Cody, nigga. You sum of a bitch. <laughs> and because this whole, because this entire year we realized we could if they was like, my nigga, how was y'all sum up? How was y'all sum up Jack's year? We would be like, they should have put the belt on Cody. Should have put the belt on Cody. And I realized yeah. right, I was the only one here going, hmm, my nigga, they not putting this belt on Cody. <laughs> it's always a nigga on the show, bro. Like somebody on the show say something, and we be like, nigga, what you talking about? Whether it be me saying Bob Barker ain't dead or, or is dead or you saying they ain't going to put the belt on Cody or whatever else shenanigans we done talked about on this show. And then that one nigga that's awkward always be proven right. 
sick of it. Yeah. Maybe Jacksonville is giving up five million. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> right number one right here. Right number Oh man, but um, but first of all, Bob Barker, sick day hall. This part, let me put this in the air though. Jags winning the Super Bowl. There we go. All right, (laughs) (laughs) let me throw that one in the air. That'll help. While we on this, bro, can I be honest with you, bro? I'm scared to say anything at this point, my nigga. Because don't my let nigga. us not forget. Let us not forget. I said that they was gonna drop the charge that it was gonna be a mistrial on the Rico case on Young Thug. Let us not forget that. My nigga, we called that. And my nigga, let's be honest, my nigga. We also called Tory Lane's a sentencing. Wait, y'all wait, y'all mean met YNW Melly? Because the Young Thug case is still going. Yeah, 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 yeah. YMW, my bad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, yeah, 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 because that thing, y'all niggas wizards, yeah. <laughs> but I said Young Thug gonna get off, and I believe it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to I point out, my nigga, this episode of that, well, don't get me wrong, you two niggas is on trial because y'all killed Bob Barker. Y'all killed, y'all killed, y'all killed the young god of being homesick from school. Because we the all watch Prices Right about to say the from school. Sad. Oh yeah, by the way, you two niggas not including me, by the way. Cause I, <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely was camp- I definitely was campaigning for him to see a hundred. Oh, my nigga, and the nigga cracked at ninety-nine. I'm pretty sure that Dennis said Bob Barker gonna make it to a hundred. Dennis, you the nigga. No, nah, bro, y'all killed that nigga. <laughs> 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 y'all, y'all killed that nigga Bob, bro. Y'all killed that nigga. Y'all killed that nigga Rob Barker. <laughs> that nigga gonna die full time, bro. No, my nigga. Bro, let me tell you. Bro, We're in the middle of flashpoint. We don't know, bro. My nigga, let me tell you how I know Bob Barker, like, probably should have died sooner, my nigga. Bob Barker was so old and frail, my nigga. They had a special, like, like fucking geriatric microphone that was not the weight of any other microphone you've ever seen in life. <laughs> Just for that nigga Bob the whole. That nigga Bob Barker microphone was basically an Apple pencil. Bro, I used to think that um the singer Meatloaf was dead. And no, bro, don't do it. Don't do it. Bro, don't hey, do that to hey, Meatloaf. Hey, 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 hey. He already dead, y'all boys. Ain't nothing we can do about it. Okay, hey. my nigga. Until then, okay, my nigga. And let this nigga <laughs> fuck around and come back. Yeah. I'm gonna rise up like the Undertaker, on the- <laughs> bro. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. And meanwhile, the people that should die, we can't seem to kill. All right. Before we go on to the next thing, that just made me want to ask a question because I gotta ask this because we do random shit. If you can bring back one person that's dead right now, and they would live for another ten years, who would you bring back? Just ten? Are we talking about famous or non-famous? Cool. Not not famous because we are just gonna bring back our loved ones. Yeah, nigga, then we gonna be sad on this episode. Yeah, yeah we ain't doing that. Nature. I'm talking about famous people. Somebody that's like it could be politics, entertainment. It could be whatever. Who would you bring back? Mm. Mm. For them to contribute ten more years to society, mm. whether it be music, acting. 
politics, whatever, whatever you want to do, whoever's passed away, I'll go first. Michael Jackson. Who? Michael Jackson. Oh, I thought, nigga, I thought you said Mick Jagger, and I was like, nigga, you going to kill Mick. Nah, Mick ain't dead. But the reason why I would pick Mike is because I feel like Mike was about to get in his producer bag. I feel like if Mike was alive right now, he would be producing some of the hottest music on the planet right now. Because he had went through his artist phase, and I think he was done with that. And I think he was ready to get in his producer bag, in his songwriting bag. And I think uh, he's gone through some. So I would say Michael Jackson. That's my one. Mm. I'm trying to think hard, bro. I'm thinking in sports. Movies, music. I know. Yeah, because we narrowing it down to one person is like, it's like, who I would have to think about, like, what is the, what's one you know celebrity passing that like really had an impact? Mm-hmm. And, right. Well, go ahead. Yeah, because I'm at a tie right now between the two people. Yeah, because the first thing that that comes to mind, just off the strength of having to think about it from that angle, I would have to say Kobe. Yo, that's crazy that you said Kobe because I was thinking Kobe. So y'all boys want to know something. I would say Kobe. I feel like Kobe would contribute a lot to a lot of different things. But but I feel like also I feel like Kobe, like I feel like his career was over. You feel me? So it's like he would have had to be a commentator or he would have had to be like a coach or something like that. But well, see, that was the thing, bro. So many cats were, and I, and I, and this is probably morbid of me to do this or macabre for me to do this. But a lot of times I watch a lot of post interviews of people who are close to a person that, that was famous that passed. And it's crazy that so many people go, nah, bro, y'all don't get it. Kobe had just found like that next thing in life he was moving on to. Before yeah. he had passed away, Kobe might have saved the WNBA. Yeah, man. Remember, he had he had won his award. He had started doing like movie shorts and stuff like that, bro. And just imagining that level of Kobe's a good one. Kobe's a good one. Kobe's a good one, man. Bro, like, that's level... that's a. It got to be like it got to be out of like Mike, Kobe, and Prince, right? Like it got to be like somebody like that, right? But low key, I threw I threw Nip in there. Nip, nip, not bad. Nip, and not I'm bad. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why I think Nip would be a good idea. If Nip had ten more years on his life, I believe he would have gotten to that me. point that artists get to where the thing that put them in the public eye they've already transcended. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you one more, man. Before we move on, man, somebody who just we just lost recently, your boy from the Migos. Take off. Take, take off. off. I wouldn't mind having takeoff back money because I don't know. I don't I'm gonna say I don't know how if this sounds right. I don't know how to listen to Quavo. I don't know, bro. My thing is Migos, even though they was going through a little rough patch or whatever, Migos is up there with Bone, bro, and and Hot Boys and Ghetto Boys and Run DMC. Like Migos one of the greatest hip hop groups of all time. Oh, bro, easy, bro, and I and oh. bro, and I'm not one of the, and I won't take no doubts on that, bro. As far as as far as hip hop, as far as hip hop goes, as far as hip hop groups go, hands down the greatest. Of all time. 
Word. Yeah. Um, I want to say this about Corey LeRae real quick before we do final thoughts. You know why I like Corey LeRae, gentlemen? Let me tell you something. She has a confidence that I think could save women's mentalities and self-esteem. Now, hear me out. This ain't even going to be bad. I'm about to big this lady up. Corey LeRae is a very slim woman, right? I'm not going to sit here and say she's ugly or no shit like that because she is not. Okay, she is very beautiful. Her swag of, I know I weigh one and a half pounds, but I'm going to act like I'm the baddest, most thickest bitch in the world is one of the most refreshing things in modern entertainment right now. If you go to her Twitter, she posts pictures like she's Megan Thee Stallion. And you know what I think, ladies? I think y'all should embrace that Corey LeRae spirit. Don't get no BBLs. Don't get no augmentations and all that. Corey LeRae ain't changing shit about herself, and she can have every nigga on this podcast if she wanted to. All right, I just want to say that. Yo, one one and a half pounds is crazy. I go hold you, bro. She's small as hell. That might that might be the statement now, bro. Because if she fucked Dennis, I'm gonna be. <laughs> Yo, for real though, Dennis, dead ass. If you hook up with Corey LeRae, I'll fuck with you no more. Because you know I like her. It's like middle school. You small as fuck. You know I got a crush on Corey LeRae. So why would you do me like that? You bugging. <laughs> All right, man. You can get to the final thoughts. All right. Um. Well, final thoughts. Uh, damn. You know what? I really wasn't prepared for one. <laughs> to do one today. Um, but I'll say this, man. Just to keep it plain and simple. Listen, y'all. I know the school year is starting up for a lot of y'all right now, man. Uh, and if I can urge anybody to to do anything. Hey, man, these kids that's coming up, that's learning now, hey, man, take the time. Take the time, bro. Take the time because, one, you've been there before. Two, learn from what our generation didn't have. Our generation didn't have a lot of cats that was there for us, invested in us to try to move us forward. And that's why our generation had to be so self-sufficient, which is kind of why it took us, takes us it's so hard for us to deprogram. But these, but the little kids that's coming up now, man, all the little homies, man, listen, man, they got minds like sponges. They're going to do great things. So take the time and invest to make sure you at least scaring them down the right path where you're giving them all the tools to make the best decision for themselves as they grow and they develop. There's nothing wrong with that, man. Drink your water because everything is bad for you nowadays. Man, listen, I'm going to go quick, too. I'm going to say this, man. You're never ever gonna find the squirrel that pay to live in a tree. You're never ever gonna find a wolf that's sad because it's only walking around 30 square miles or it's restricted to a certain border. If a wolf live in Alaska and it want to walk over to Canada, it walk over the fucking okay? So, I don't put this. Uh, here's what I, here's what I'm gonna say. I'm saying like this, y'all boys. There is no situation in life that should make you come down from ill natural circumstances. And what I mean by that, here's how we live in y'all boys. Here's what we're doing. We're in a situation where we think. Rent, car note, all of these things 
are the most important things in life. And yeah, we need them to survive because of the system and circumstances we're in. However, if you don't pay your rent, you ain't going to die. If you don't pay your car note, you ain't going to die. Now, I'm not saying don't pay it. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is keep the depression and the negative energy and the anxiety that you get because you don't have paper money to hand to a person so that you can stay in the place you live in for another month. Don't let that get to you and make you feel like you're worthless or that you're not you're not a, a good person or that you're a failure. Okay? A squirrel hey, live in a tree. Hey. So what's unnatural? You damn sure ain't gonna say it's the squirrel. So it gotta be us. So don't let unnatural things give you natural depression. Keep your head up, stay positive, and do something kind for somebody. All right, pray with your hands open. That's how you receive energy. Whew. All right, y'all. Great pod. As I always say around this time, um, and also as I always say, may you and everyone around you feel nothing but love, happiness, and protection. Um, let me say that a second time because it's crazy out here. May you and everyone around you feel nothing but love, happiness, and protection. I'm gonna say it a third time because we are the center of the universe. May you and everyone around you feel nothing but love, <laughs> happiness, and protection. It has been more life out here. Yes, more life <laughs> for everybody, myself included. Like, it's been insane out here. Like, truly. Like, it's been, you know, tragic event after tragic event. And it just goes back to, you know, it just goes back to something I said once upon a time. Like, this shit is not guaranteed, man. Make the most of make the most of every day. Put one foot in front of the other. Be your best self, or you know, try to be your best self. Um, you know, work on doing everything that makes you feel like you. And yeah, other than that, um, apparently, if if you're in the um, depending on what area you're in in Florida, um. Hurricane, well, soon to be Hurricane Adalia is on the way to apparently wreck shop. Um, hope y'all got y'all water and y'all supplies and everything like that, and and that y'all hopefully don't lose power. And if y'all do happen to lose power, hopefully it's not for an extended period of time. Cause yeah, it's it's nuts out here. Um, we'll be back next week. Um, you can catch us on. Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, um, iHeart, wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, when you touch that dial, like, rate, review, share, worship. Worship. And like that, we out. Peace.